This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, Rabotai, Lorachayim Parashat Vayechi is going to explain to us the Avira of Reuven of switching the beds, how a person could have good children, why some children go off the derech and some don't, And what was the bracha that Yaakov Avinu gave to Reuven? All of this is going to be explained in this Orachai Makadosh. He explains the following. Perek Memtet Pasuk Gimel. Reuven. Bechori Ata. Kochi Vereshit Oni. My strength and Reshit Oni. Yeter said, Vieter Aspa Chaskamayim Al Totar, Kialita Al Mishkave Avicha. Why does he have to mention his Avera? That's question number one. There's many, many questions. I can't go into all the questions, but he says, why is it that he has to mention, why did Reuven lose his Bechora? Why is it that, that now the, the, he had to mention what Avera he did? How is all of this working? And what was the Avera of Reuven? Says the Rachel Makadosh, let's start with the following. Let's start off with the first question. How was Yaakov Avinu in the first place able to favor Yosef Tzadik over Yehuda? Doesn't it say in the pasuk in Parashat Ki Tetze, Lo yucha levakeret ben ha'ahuva al pene ben ha'sinua bechor. One can't favor one favorite bechor over another Bechor. There was two Bechorot, two different wives. He took Rachel's Bechor over, over Leah's Bechor. How was Yaakov Avinu violating an explicit Avinah in the Torah? Before you even ask that, why don't you ask how he married two sisters? Why don't you ask how Avram Avinu... I'm sorry, against, uh, against Yehuda. Why did he pick Yosef against Reuven? I'm sorry, it was Yehuda later. The... Well, we have to ask, first of all, how is it that Yaakov Avinu married two sisters? How did Yaakov Avinu mar- uh, how did Yosef, how did Avram Avinu wait till a later age to perform Brit Milah? He violated an Avira every single day. He doesn't have a Brit Milah. There, there are many questions how the Avotenu, they, they did violate certain Avirot in the Torah. How does that work? Says the Makadosh. The Ramban says that it could be that Yaakov Avinu was allowed to marry two sisters because it was in Eretz Yisrael. It wasn't in Eretz Yisrael. Only Eretz Yisrael he kept the mitzvah. I don't understand that answer. What's the difference between Eretz Yisrael and Chutz Laaretz in those details that the Avot kept or not, didn't keep? So says the Rechaim HaKadosh, in his opinion, a new understanding. And he says the following. Our forefathers received the Torah from Shem. Shem from Noach, Noach from Chanoch, Chanoch from Adam Arishon, Adam Arishon mipia givura. Hashem commanded Adam Arishon on what? Seven commandments. Sheva mitzot beninuach. That's it. Seven commandments. The rest, which all the Avotenu knew, it was given over, but it was in a realm of karov lishar im yase, verachok minetzed im loikayem. You'll get reward if you do it, you won't get punished if you don't. It's according to the knowledge that they saw fit, that's what they did. So the Avot who loved the Torah so much 
עקב אשר שמע, says the Gemara Masechet Yumadav Chavchet Amud Bet, the Yaakov, the Rav Ramavinu fulfilled even Eruf Tavshini. That means he wanted to do all the mitzvot because he understood the reasons and he wanted, they wanted the reward in all of the mitzvot. However, there was those where he saw that the benefit that he would get would not be worth it. So he said it wasn't worth it not to marry two sisters. I, want, I need to marry uh, Rachel and Leah and therefore he opted that. Once the Torah was given, we don't have that, that choice anymore. It's bad for us anytime to, to, to over Avraham. We never get that benefit. But before the Torah was given, they knew which ones. And he says it could be also that it, they knew Al-Piruach HaKodesh they were supposed to. So it's likened to a Navi that tells a person to violate a certain Avira for a temporary time. You'd, you would listen to that Navi. Right? So it could be it was like that. But either way, Yaakov Avinu knew that Al-Piruach HaKodesh or according to what he understood that he was supposed to give the Bechorah to Yosef and not to Reuven. Now this is where it's going to get very important. He says, this is not, this is not fully understood yet. We need another principle. The Zohar HaKadosh tells us in Parashat Vayishlach that when Yaakov Avinu was together with Leah, the first night of marriage, it was the first time he ever saw Tipat Zera. That's why he says, At that time, says the Zora Kadosh, he had in his mind that he was being together with Rachel, not with Leah. Says the Zohar, Because he was thinking of Rachel, eventually, Everything came back into place. And explains and explains the Zora Kadosh, that's why Yosef got the Bechora and not Anat Reuven, because according to Yaakov Avinu's mind, he was really being together with Rachel, so his Bechora was for Rachel. So it was eventually it came back to Yosef. This is, this is very important to understand. What does that mean? At the end of the day, Reuven was the Bechor. Yosef wasn't the Bechor. This is where it's going to, uh, the Orachim B'Kadosh is going to teach us a very pr- important principle in life. In everything in the world, you have three categories, not two, three categories. One is Kedusha, one he calls it is Chol, which is, uh, which is uh, mundane. Uh, mundane, we'll call it. And third is something Ra, bad. From every one of these three branches, a person could gravitate to. There are people that gravitate to Kedusha, to mitzvot, to, to, uh, to, to, to important uh, goals of ruchaniyut and Kedusha. Then, a per- then there is a chilek in a person that gravitates towards the mundane, to eat good, to build beautiful houses, to have beautiful clothing. And that's the chilek achol in a person. Then a person has a chilek ara. You can find a person sometimes, he's going to gravitate to steal, to lie, to eat trefot. In a person, he could have all these three. And every single person gravitates towards one of those three. It depends on the person. Says the Orochei Makadosh. Can I get each one of these three categories? We have, we have different mitzvot. For example... 
If a person is bekidusha, he's not gonna eat things that are asur. He's not gonna speak. He's not gonna think things. He's not gonna see things. He's not gonna listen to things. He's not gonna smell things that are asur. But each one of these senses can have dvarim asurim. Drinking is like yainesech, for example. Eating is trifot. Speaking is sheker rechilut or swear words. Machshava is thinking about things that you're not supposed to think of. Avodazara or forbidden relationships. Riyah, not to look at things you're not supposed to look at. Even avodazara, you're not supposed to look at. Reach, not smelling things. Avodazara. And a person could do things in a permissive way, in a forbidden way, or in a kedusha mitzvah way. How do we know where his nishama is gravitating to? Says Dorachim HaKadosh, that depends at the time of conception. At the time of conception, if a parent has in his mind that he is thinking of Dvarim Shel Kedusha, so that is going to gravitate to a child. child's going to have that Teva as well. And therefore, Those who, those at the time of conception, they are creating the child. Which is why, by Yechezkel, his children became Avodazara, the Gemara Masechet Barachot said, because the person having that conception didn't have right kavanah. Not Yechezkel, but the Gemara over there talks about the wife of Chizkiah. I'm sorry, not of Yech- I said Yechezkel, I said, I meant Chizkiah. The children of Chizkiah, because, because the, the wife of Chizkiah thought of the Avde Mardoch, the servants that she, she, she gave them to drink that night and had them in her mind at that time. That's why he had two children that, that were born that served Avodah Zarah. And you should know, says Dorachim HaKadosh, that if a person has a good kavanah, l'shem mitzvah, he is going to instill in the child a chilek that's dominant. And if he's going to have machshavot that are not good, that he's thinking of someone else, or he's thinking of something asur, or just to fulfill his will, so either the child's going to fulfill his will, is going to be mundane, or to fulfill the chazim is thinking of something that's asur, he's going to have a child that's going to gravitate towards isur. And every child is going to have that nature. If that's the case, says the Rachem HaKadosh, how did Avram Avinu bore Yishmael? And how did Yitzchak have Esav? So he says, Yishmael came from the chilek of Terach, from Avram's father Terach, Ovid And on the contrary, Avram Avinu got rid of his chilek hara and he gave it over to Yishmael. And Yitzchak had a little bit of that left, it went over to Esav. By the time Yaakov was born, everything was pure. Everything was pure. And therefore, let's think about the Maaseh of Yaakov. When Yaakov was, was together with Leah, he was thinking of someone else. That's an Avira. You're not supposed to be thinking of someone else at that time of conception. It's called Bnei uh, Timura. Now, it's not an Avirah in the way we understand because he thought it was really Rachel. But in Reuven's nature, there was a nature of switching. And that went over to Reuven and that was the Avirah of Reuven. That you switch the beds, Reuven. Where did that nature come from? From me. So why was Reuven to blame? Says Lorachem HaKadosh. That is the avodah for every single person. Even if a person is born with a nitiyah that is not so good, he has that power to change it. He has that power to, 
to rise above and fight over that nature. Says the Pasuk, Reuven Bechori Ata, you are my Bechor. Kochi Vereshit Oni. You are my Koach and you are my Reshit Oni. That means you had all I had I knew that my my uh, my zera was pure. It was my first zera I've ever had. It says how did he had, how did she conceive the first night? Is that Yaakov Avinu took made sure that there was no betulim in place. And he says a person could have three types of of uh, of, of bad thoughts. Number 1, he could uh, he could be together with a forbidden relationship. Number 2, he uh he, he could uh, uh, um, see things at night that he's not supposed to see, or he could spill sea just like that. And number three, he could sometimes be, uh, have conception because of all the bad thoughts that he takes in his mind. Says Yaakov Avinu, I know I had all those three. Kochi, I never had Zera that came out beforehand. Vereshit Oni, that I never had any forbidden relationships, and also, I never had even any thoughts. And therefore, I knew that there was purity over here. The only thing that there was that you had to, that the, that you had to fight against was the Yitzhara of switching things. And as a Bechor, in order to be a Bechor, you have to be able to rise above that. And since you weren't able to rise above that, so you can't get the Bechorah. And it really goes to Yosef, who is the actual Bechor? Because that's what I thought in my mind. And that's what I thought in my mind. And that's why originally, I, 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 that's why I favored Yosef. Because according to, I know according to the Torah, draw, uh, the, the Torah's law, after the Torah was given, it will eventually get the Bechorah. But according to the conceptual idea that I was thinking of Yosef, he is the one to get the, the Bechor, unless you show and you prove that you're able to vanquish over that, 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 that thought that I have and nullify that avira. So there's very, very deep concepts going on in this Orachim Bakadosh and teaches us principles and how much is in our hands to give our children nature. And even if they have that nature, that they're always able to overcome it and they're able to overcome their, their, their natural instincts. Chazaku Baruch. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.